You're listening to episode number 57 of the Journey to Manifesting podcast. Welcome. I'm so excited to be here with you. Let's get started. This episode is proudly brought to you by the Ancient Manifesting Ritual. In order to manifest more abundance into your life, you need to be ready to spark a deeper connection with the universe. So if you're ready to go on a spiritual adventure and even a quest, then I would highly recommend my ancient manifesting ritual, which has been loved by over 80,000 people around the world. The success stories are absolutely incredible. We've had people manifest true love, a dream home, dream opportunities and career options. We've even had at least 10 babies that have been manifested from trying this ritual. So I want to make sure that you check it out and you see what's possible when you are willing to reprogram your subconscious mind. This will help you to get out of your own way and to help you strengthen your intuition. So for more information, go to ancientmanifestingritual.com or you can go to sarahprout.com forward slash shop to find all of my incredible manifesting materials that will support you on your journey to manifesting. Welcome everyone to this episode of the Journey to Manifesting podcast. My name is Sarah Prout and if you haven't heard of me before, welcome. I'd like to tell you a little bit about who I am and what I do. I'm a writer, I'm a speaker, I teach people about manifestation, meditation and mindfulness. My mission and my purpose in life is to inspire as many people as possible to create the life of their wildest dreams. But I'm a little bit different from most law of attraction teachers out there. I believe that our emotions create our reality. So I'll be talking more about that today. And the theme of today's episode is this. It's the secret door to success. Three keys to manifest miracles. This was based on a blog post that I recently published on my blog. If you haven't visited yet, please go to sarahprout.com. That has all of the information about my different manifesting products and courses and meditations, everything that I offer. But I have a blog and on that blog, there are literally hundreds of different articles and free resources to support you on your journey to manifesting. But this one is The Secret Door to Success, Three Keys to Manifest Miracles. So what is this secret door to success, you might be asking. Now, success is such a loaded and sometimes icky word. I myself rarely use it because what one person defines as successful could be defined as a failure to another. And the thing to remember is that we're all on our own unique paths. And for the sake of simplicity and not getting too mentally caught up in definitions right here, let's just say that my version of success in this episode is ultimately the manifestation of what you desire. It could be a feeling, it could be an outcome, a person, an opportunity, or an experience. This, my friend, is success on your own terms. Now, I'm not one of those manifesting teachers that, well, you will ever see drape myself on a Ferrari or share an Instagram story from a private jet and tell you that you can have this all too if you just apply certain manifesting science. I mean, I'm kind of done with that kind of thing because I just click the unfollow bot button when I see that kind of shallow approach to creation. Now, I'm not making it 
wrong. Just to be very clear, it's just not for me because I like to teach manifestation from the foundational elements of wholeness, of not striving for materialistic pursuits as the, the main focus, you know, the, the, the core essence of everything because it's not manifesting and the journey to manifesting is an integrative practice. It has to be woven into every area of your life with consciousness and with awareness. And it's that awareness that you bring to the process of manifesting that will ultimately determine the amount of joy that you experience. So, The truth is that manifesting is not a science because it can't be measured. I mean, this is crazy. You can't measure if somebody's good at manifesting because you see them boarding a private jet because I can guarantee you that a vast majority of people that that do that, they're not feeling that inner peace, that inner stillness, that magnificent connection to the universe. They might be or they might experience it on a fleeting basis. There is no right or wrong. This is what I want to remind you of. There is no right. There is no wrong. So with the awareness that manifesting is not an exact science, it could be classified as something like, uh, let's see, alchemy, which is a much cooler way of viewing it. So without further ado, here are the keys to the secret door of success. Heads up though, these are probably not what you think they are. Okay. So the first one is emotional empowerment. Now this is really the, the core of my work in the world, the passion that, that fuels my mission. Emotional empowerment means taking ownership and responsibility for how you feel. So this means not blaming people, not shaming them, no expectations or guilt pointed at others. You stay in your own lane and you take 111% responsibility for your own emotional well-being. This includes fully embracing however you feel, good and bad, and then leaning into the wholeness of that expression. So when you feel negative, for example, and you push it under the rug, because let's face it, that's what spiritual people do, they shouldn't feel negative, then you actually make it worse. You're rejecting a very vital part of yourself. But if you fully accept however you feel and you take a moment to reflect on it and own it, then you spark the magical transformation. So many of us don't just stand back and take a moment to feel and accept however we want to feel. This is the key piece of awareness, emotional empowerment, the first key to that door of success. The second thing is to get comfortable with uncertainty. Now, uncertainty is the the stem, the base of all fear. Most fear is because you feel uncertain of something. It's super scary, right? And as humans, all we want to know is that we can trust that everything will be okay. But the worst thing that could ever happen is always and often happening in our imagination. Sometimes we're set to worst case scenarios, but what's the worst thing that could happen if we place our trust in the universe and that everything has a purpose and a plan? When you're okay with whatever shows up in your life, then you become open to all possibilities. This is how the magnificent nature of the law of attraction can work the best. When you are willing to travel on the adventure with any outcome, then you win at the game of life. Now, I have done this myself in my personal life countless times to navigate 
the the labyrinth of uncertainty and to be okay no matter what shows up. I mean, for instance, when I was having um, recurrent miscarriages, I had five miscarriages in a row in a, a 10-month period. And what was really crazy about that was that I had to be okay no matter what showed up. I was being trained by the universe to get comfortable with uncertainty and it it's a, there's a much longer story and I I tell this to my manifesting academy students but when I wanted to manifest my baby and I was pregnant at the time but yet I was shown all of the signs that I was going to have another miscarriage I wrote the baby a letter on my notes app on my phone <laughs> uh I wrote that when I was in the hospital waiting room and I wrote on that note it's okay you're safe I'm okay whether you choose to show up or not. It's my honor to carry you. I love you no matter what. Or something along those lines. But it was being okay with what is. Okay, so when you get comfortable with that uncertainty, you will be amazed at what shows up. I mean, if you get anything from today's episode, getting comfortable with uncertainty is the secret to unlocking anything that you want. Number three, the third key is connection to the universe. This is often an overlooked and missed element in the self-help and personal development industry. The uh, one key piece of magical stardust is to activate surrender, and that's connection to the universe. So once you're comfortable with uncertainty, it helps you to to immerse yourself in the beautiful essence of surrender, otherwise referred to as reverence, when you can consciously tune into the wonder and the awe of all that is. You can rise above anything and you can feel empowered because here's the thing, you are the universe manifesting itself through your feelings, through your emotions, and through your beliefs. It truly is a beautiful thing. So just to summarize those three key secret door to success, (laughs) the secret door to success, three keys to manifest miracles. Number one, emotional empowerment. Make sure you allow space to feel whatever it is you feel and don't hold other people responsible for how you feel. Number two, getting comfortable with uncertainty. That means accepting whatever shows up, just being okay with what is. And then number three, sparking that connection to the universe and then surrendering to what is, being reverent, consciously tuning into the essence, the wonder and the awe of all that is. And when you do those things in that combination and you bring awareness to them, oh my God, I'm so excited for you. (laughs) It is just such a beautiful journey. And that's why this podcast is called Journey to Manifesting, because it's not about the destination. It's not about getting from point A to point B. It is about how you feel along the journey, because there are always magical realizations. But here's the thing, right? Your life might not look how you thought it would be, right? Right now, You might look around you and feel resentment or you might feel negative or you might feel depleted or depressed and that's okay because, and I teach my Manifesting Academy students this, that you are on this journey and you are riding out the seasons of your life. Life is seasonal. Life is seasonal and you navigate the ups and the downs and sometimes you can be having like the best time of your life, but then there's other things in the background that are not so good. I mean, for myself, I'm experiencing such great and incredible growth within my business and the team that, you know, my, my company's building right now and, and working and getting, getting to work and having the blessing of working 
with my husband as the CEO of our company and seeing him flourish and thrive. But personally, like there's some stuff going on that is a little bit scary. I mean, not within our, like my, my family and stuff like that, but you know, I I can't go into details, but there's, there's always this balance to strike, right? There's this, you know, like there's celebration and then there could be grief, but they can coexist. You know, this is the nature of creation that the the light and the darkness need to unite. They need to unite in order to create the contrast and to create the emotional awareness and responsibility that we have to create our own reality and guide our energy. So when you have that that level of awareness and that measure of um, understanding that you're on your own path and that sometimes you have a season of abundance and sometimes you have a season of scarcity. Sometimes you have a season of true love and then other times you have a season of loss and that it is all forming the beautiful story of your life. Okay. (laughs) So if you loved this episode today, which I hope you did, please feel free to leave me a review on iTunes if you're listening on your iPhone. Alternatively, if you are listening to this podcast on any other platform, feel free to share it, to leave me a comment, or this brand new podcasting platform that I adore is called Anchor. That's A-N-C-H-O-R, Anchor. Anchor.fm is the most incredible platform for looking at podcasts, finding your favorites, and you can send me a message. So if you want to send me a personal audio message, I can include that in one of the next upcoming episodes. So please feel free to do that. I would love to hear from you. You guys know that I'm here to be of service, to help to shine that light, to remind you that you are an infinite being and that anything is possible. So until next time, enjoy your journey to manifesting and live with love. So it was super chaotic, as I mentioned. There were people all around us, and as this monk was kind of in our space, he opened up a book and pointed to a sentence which said that he was building a temple and collecting funds. And what I noticed was that there were names listed and then numbers of the donation amount that they'd left. And as he was pointing that out, he managed to slip a bracelet around my wrist of mila beads. It was a a Buddhist looking bracelet, really, really uh, beautiful piece. Even though it was cheaply made, it was on an elastic string, you know, those kind of stretch bracelets. But I love that kind of stuff. So I I, um, looked at my husband, Sean, who carries the cash because I don't typically have cash on me because I was pushing Ava in the stroller and I was holding Lulu's hand. So I didn't have access to any money at that time. And Sean opened up his wallet and said to the guy, hey, this is your lucky day. This is all I have. And he handed the guy a hundred dollar bill. And by this point, I wrote down in the book, Sarah Prout, Las Vegas. My intention was to manifest love, like more love in every area of my life. And I wrote down a hundred dollars. And so the guy, the monk had reached into like this 
little bag that he had and he pulled out three Marla necklaces and they were yellow. And he put one over Lulu around her neck and then one over me and then one over Sean. And then he handed the book to Sean and Sean filled out the book with his name, his intention, and then put down $100. So this is where the wires were crossed, that there was some kind of language barrier. He obviously couldn't understand English that well. And he was motioning to Sean to give him another $100. And Sean said, oh, no, that's for my wife and I. That's all I have. Let me let me change it in the book. And he asked the guy for the pen back, and the guy wouldn't give it to him. And this is where the monk started to get noticeably agitated, demanding almost through his actions, through his physiology, that he was entitled to that second hundred dollars because he had given us these cheap looking necklaces. And that was part of the transaction. And at that point, things kind of felt a little bit weird. So initially, after Sean handed him the hundred dollars, he was grateful and he put his hands together in prayer and he was nodding and he was thankful but then when he realized he could get more money he became almost angry there was an energy behind him that was aggressive and this doesn't usually go with having the presence of a monk standing right next to you so we we were a little bit perplexed and I think we just stood there staring at each other staring at the monk who was demanding with his non-verbal communication that we give him more money and we offered to give the the beads back and he kind of shook his head and then dismissed us so he kind of waved his hand at us as if to say you know oh you're useless kind of thing and so Sean and I walked across the bridge, continued to go to our destination. And we didn't talk. And then I said, you know, this this Marla necklace around my neck feels kind of funny. And I was picking up some super weird vibes from the necklace. Has this ever happened to you before where you just know intuitively that something's not right with whether a piece of jewelry or a piece of clothing, it just kind of feels off. And so my intuition was really telling me to take this piece of jewelry off it felt like there was some bad energy attached to it and so I took mine off and then Lulu followed suit and she took hers off and handed it over and then Sean left his somewhere and as soon as Sean went into a store with the girls I was just kind of hanging back a little bit I took a seat and I whipped out my phone and I looked on Google and sure enough the panhandling hustling monk scam is a thing and it's not just Las Vegas where this has happened this has happened all over the world there's people in London Paris New York Australia people all over the world have experienced these scamming monks and I think that is a real danger because people with open hearts you know people like my husband Sean who have such a big heart are willing to donate to the right causes. So this was a beautiful opportunity for us to cultivate our intuition and remember that, especially when you are in such a frantic, crazy environment, to pay attention to what is around you.